Welcome to the Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde and Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of Real Talk Christian, we are talking about the image of God, what it means and what it means in today's conversation. Fuller, you ready? Let's go. What's up, Mark? Dude, how are you doing, bro? Bro, I am doing very good and am very, very excited. Why are you excited? So, bro, do you have something happy? Do you have some happy juice in your cup? That's not coffee, is it? (laughs) It's cat poop coffee, no. Sorry, that was a little inside joke between oh, Mark and I. Oh, goodness. Anywho. <clears throat> Anyways, no, I'm excited, man, because uh, we have our 50th episode, the end of season Woo! one, finally coming up. Dude, we've almost made it a whole year. We almost made it a whole year. Yeah, so uh, that comes up on July 9th is is our 50th episode. Episode 50. We're getting close. We just got out of our Ask RTC Anything, part one and part two. Part one and part two. And we are, we're just a couple weeks away, dude. Dude, just a couple. And what's happening in a couple weeks, Mark? What's going on? The what's, birthday of America. Well, that, but what's oh. happening after our 50th episode, Mark? What, what happens on July 10th, Mark? We're going to Disney. No, Mark. That's not. <laughs> We're doing our live like. giveaway drawing Thank for the you. mega swag, but dude, you were. <laughs> I'm like, come on, Mark. Now you know how I feel as a youth pastor <laughs> trying to pull information out of people <laughs> who are just trying to be dumb. I couldn't stop laughing. I had to move my mouth away from the mic. It was like, but, come on. Yeah, so uh, July 9th. I can't believe we're talking about July already, dude. July 9th July is the 50th 9th episode. Is 50th. July 10th. We're going to go live on Facebook and YouTube to do the live drawing for our mega RTC swag so bag. we talk about that. We, we've talked about the mini swag bag. Yeah, well, yep. And so how do you Which, get the mini swag bag? So though? the mini swag bag, you have to leave us a review on Apple or iTunes, Apple. Apple Podcast. Yeah, whatever. Or comment, right? Comment on our stuff or send us an email. And uh, when you do that, email us at realtalkchristianpodcast at gmail.com with your information to win a free mini swag bag. And Mark, what comes in that mini swag bag? A sticker of RTC, the RTC sticker logo. You also get a button. And you got a little little note from us. Yeah, just, just a little thank you. Just a little, a little thank, thank you, you for uh, listening to us and and giving us your thoughts on the podcast. But that's just the mini. Oh, now we're going to go into talking about the mega. What are we winning the mega? The mega. Okay, dude. So there's a lot of crap in this mega swag bag, <laughs> dude. There's a lot of crap. I went design crazy and I kept going bye 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 bye. <laughs> Yeah, at midnight, I'm getting my phone blown up. What do you think about this? What do you think about this? And I'm like, dang, dude. Hey, check, you, check out this design. You check are, out this one. <laughs> you are definitely needing to get back to work. Get out of this quarantine yeah, stuff. Yeah. But anywho, so in this mega swag bag, it is valued. If we were to sell all this stuff, like normal stuff, around 100 bucks. Yeah, right, right around 100, 100 bucks worth shipping, of stuff. Yeah. So we have inside the mega swag bag, we have an RTC tri-blend t-shirt because here's the deal about t-shirts guys okay we don't wear cheap crap no, t-shirts they got to be comfortable and and i don't really even do 100 cotton that much like i want at least a 50 50 but we're going like that next level and it's dry blend and it's the full color inkjet 
Yep. It's not the vinyl. No, nope, it's their direct to garment printing, so right. it's gonna feel like the oh, shirt. It's gonna it's gonna be comfy. It is gonna be comfy. So we got that, but we also have an RTC drawstring backpack that goes along with it. So you can put all of your 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 gear and I mean, crap It's literally a mega swag bag. It's a bag. It's an <laughs> it's RTC an actual bag, bag with the shirt. And then we're also gonna stick the sticker in there and the button, just like everything else. You also get a signed picture of us, though, Fuller. What? An 8 by 10 and we're going to sign it, and it's going to be nice. You can put it up on your mantle. I mean, you know you want that. You're also going to get the RTC mug that that we use in every single episode. Every episode we've ever done. We don't record with it, without it. Correct. (laughs) Well... We, yeah, have, we, yeah, we, we don't record, record with it. Yeah, we record with it. We don't record with it. So you will get that. It's got the gray handle. It's got the the logo on it and everything. And it's yeah. not just like a cheap like, like we were talking about. Do we want like the cheap mugs? But I'm like, no, we don't want to look no, like a trucker no. stop. These or are the a, actual mugs that you, we ourselves use, and we've had the them. We've had them for a while. And there's like no fading, no chipping. We were just talking about that before we started the podcast. We've been about. using them. I mean, weekly when we record, but let's be honest, I use oh, mine dude, I use even, all the time. Even when we're not recording. Right. And we've used them the last six months, and we've had no issues with no them issues, at yeah. all. Um, you also will get a fancy little business card that we have now. We'll, we'll toss a few of those in there so you can pass them out to your friends. You also still get a letter from us, you know, you know, because we're nice. We're nice people. My favorite, though. There it is, right is here. We are going to send you a half pound of Fuller's home roasted RTC coffee. El Salvador. Which there's a story behind this this blend. <laughs> I've never had it. Yeah, you, you yeah, I Because Janiel won't let me. I had 1 pound of it one time and I roasted it and Janiel we had a cup of coffee and Janiel goes, "Mm, this stays here." And I'm like, "What?" And she goes, "You're not I'm I'm drinking all this. This is my coffee." And I'm like, <laughs> Okay, so it must be really good. So I ordered <laughs> more of it now, and that's going to be coming. That half pound is going to be coming to you, uh, and a whole bean, obviously. Yep, and a whole bean because we keep it fresh. We keep it fresh it longer, and that's going to come to you in an RTC bag of its own, the coffee bag. So like yeah. our own coffee bag. So you get nine different pieces in this mega swag bag, from a top of the line T-shirt, drawstring backpack, coffee mugs, coffee, and all the other fun little things that are in there, and it's all. It's free. really easy to win. It's, and it's free. free. And and we're covering shipping. Yeah, we, we're covering we're everything. Covering it's everything. completely free to you. So th- you might be thinking, Mark Fuller, how do I win this mega swag bag? And we, we made this really easy for you oh, guys. So, so, so easy. You know, we live on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're, we're, we're on both those platforms. So here's what you have to do, okay? And if you're on Facebook or if you're on Instagram, you can compete in this. But we're putting them together and drawing one right. name. Yep. It's not one from it's Instagram, one, one from Facebook. Person. It's one yeah. entry per person. But here's how, you, here's how you enter into the giveaway. If you're on Facebook, we will post a picture of the mini swag bag and say, share this, or the, the, we'll have a very specific post that you need to do this with. And you have to like the picture, you have to share it, and you have to comment. You can leave whatever comment you want. You can either say us what, what your favorite episode is, I personally like the idea of tagging somebody you can so just they tag can see somebody. It. I'm okay with that or too. Or you can literally just say hi, like that. Yeah, that works it, too. it doesn't matter what you say, but you have to leave a comment. It's yep. like, share, and comment. Yep, you got to like, share, and comment on Facebook. But over on Instagram, you have to like it, and then you have to comment. But in that comment, you have to tag another account. Right. You got to tag them. You got to tag, tag somebody. And here's the deal, okay? I know there's some giveaways where it's like, hey, you can have up to ten. 
Uh, if you ten, if you tag ten different people, ten different comments, that's ten different giveaways. We're we're just doing one because yeah, you know we want to we want to keep it fair. So we're right. so and if you do one on Facebook and you do this also on Instagram, I'm just gonna say it. You get two entries because you did it in two different places. I'm cool with that. You know, you got the Facebook entries and the Instagram entries. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you so you just like it and then you tag one person. Now I think it's cool out of the goodness of your heart because Jesus would do this. Is tag everybody. Well, yeah. But, you know, because obviously Jesus would be, actually Jesus would probably be making TikToks right now. Walking on water. He wouldn't need a TikTok to do that. He'd just do it on his own. Wow. That was really bad. (laughs) (laughs) That was really bad. But either way. You could also enter, if you're listening via YouTube right now or Spotify, you can also enter if you just send us an email at realtalkchristianpodcast at gmail.com telling us what your favorite episode is. There you go. And comment comment on the YouTube stuff, too. Yeah, do it. But either way, so try to make it fair for everybody that may not have all the social media stuff. Exactly. I, I think of my parents who are like, what is social media? <laughs> so you, know, you got to make it fair for them as well. I so. love it. But it's that simple, dude. So we're giving yep. away the mega swag bag right. the day after we drop the 50th episode. So we're dropping it July 9th, doing the giveaway July 10th. We will contact you right after we draw, whether you're on Facebook or Instagram. But here's the catch. Oh, it's a big one, too. You have 24 hours to email us back your address. 24 little small hours. We or, will tag you. We're not just going to yeah, say we're not it gonna and sh- then walk away. Right, we will right. We will notify you. Hey, you won. Give us your address. But this is the good thing. If you're not on social media that much and you send us an email and you check your email more often, we'll send you an email with it and right say, there. hey, this is, this is it right here. Like, you got 24 hours. Just from, send us your address. Time. And if you don't, we will draw... A different name. Yes, if you do so. not get back to us by Saturday night. Yeah. You will, if, if you don't get back to us Sunday morning, we're drawing a new name. Right. Exactly. That's so. just the, sometimes it just be like that. Sorry. Sometimes <laughs> it just be like that. So anyways, what are we, uh, yeah, so, let's talk about what we're drinking tonight. Yeah, well, so, what well, we were drinking, I guess, because we're not, I mean, we're both of our cups are empty. I'm now. actually really, I mean, we won't, we won't bore you with too many details, but we're drinking the, hold on, Ethiopian? Nope. Nope. Guatemalan. Guatemalan. Guatemalan blend, but you roasted this one differently. You pan roasted. I did because uh, my roaster, I burned up the motherboard on it, and I reordered another one so I can roast the coffee for the Mega Swag Bag. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I burned up my motherboard, so I actually skillet roasted this, and it was, it was really good. good. We drank it too fast, so no, I'm... Yeah. I'm I'm a little kid, so I'm I'm like legit yeah, drinking but, a Capri Sun right but now. But your Capri Sun's empty, so we literally yeah. have nothing, and we're at the start of the podcast. This is not good. This is not. This is a problem. But I've had coffee, and then I turned to a little kid, had a Capri Sun, and then he's gonna have to pee in about twenty minutes right and now. Then, yeah, like so. <laughs> like right now. So we we got to move through this pretty quick. But anyways, Mark, before we move it. on, uh, one last thing: Do we have any reviews? Not right now. Man, not at not not right well, now. At time recording, we have no new reviews to read. I mean, I, I'm almost thinking that if you if you leave us a review, I mean, that should almost be an entry for the mega swag. You think? You leave us a review, maybe. But you get a free mini swag. Maybe an extra review, right? But maybe an extra entry. Hmm. I don't know what you think, Mark. I, let's do it. Let's do it. You get an extra entry we're, for we're, a review. We're for the people. I'm for the people. We're, we're for the RTC people. So if you leave us a review, a review, not a comment, a review on Apple iTunes, on Apple iTunes, then you will have an extra entry into the Mega Swag Bag yep. giveaway. And don't forget Facebook and don't forget Instagram. But anyways. Oh, that was a lot of housekeeping <laughs> stuff we had to do today, man. <laughs> Woo! What are we about? Twenty minutes in now? <laughs> eh, only twelve. We're twelve minutes. Oh, we're in. doing good. But either way, so yeah, we're we're done drinking coffee. 
So I guess now that we've all been caffeinated, it's time to have a really fun conversation that we're about to jump into. Let's. Th- this is a conversation that I haven't even looked at yet. You you kind of typed up some yep. notes for us, and yep. and I'm going to let I'm you. Excited. I'm going to let you run with it. Have you ever heard Fuller of the term Imago Day? I have not. So it is Latin for the image of God. You've bro, heard of bro, um, bro. We 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 in America, man. We speak English. I know, but it's fun. <laughs> like you have like um oh, what sees the day? Yeah. Um uh. Car, uh, Carpe diem. Yep. That's it. So you have Carpe diem, <laughs> which is seize the day. And then you got like, um, there's other ones where I try to remember what it was before the face of God. That was a big one that was at, at Northland. Um, but the Imago Dei stands for the image of God. Uh, when you read in the Bible, uh, when you read Genesis 1, 27 and 28, you see that God created, and this is a direct quote um, from the NIV, actually. It oh. says, that's okay. The King James, the King Jimmy people, you want to have a conversation with me? I'll put you down. Let's All go. Right, let's have that um, conversation. <laughs> but so it says, so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Keep reading. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. That means have sex and have babies. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, and every other living creature that moves on the ground. So when God created Adam and Eve, when God created humanity, now it just says, you know, mankind. We don't want to get into the whole jargon. It's just a fact of that's the old term for people. When God created right. humans, right? not dogs, not birds, not other things. When God created humans, he made them and fashioned them in his own image. And then he told them, now that I've created you, here's what you are to do. So when we talk about the, the that God created people in his image, right? That is a big conversation, and especially leads into in, a lot of in other the recent things. history of of the world, really. Right. At this point, because yeah. I mean, we're dealing with COVID and people dying mm-hmm. and getting sick, and that's you know those are fellow image bearers. We're dealing with Black Lives Matter. We're dealing mm-hmm. with police brutality. We're dealing with um, this versus this, and right. that versus that, and then all of a sudden these are all coming to a head. And I. Hopefully, through today's conversation, we're going to have some real talk on this, but it all stems back from the fact of how you view how man is created will dictate how you treat those who are around you. Right. Yeah. So when you think about the image of God, um, the image, it refers to, you know, a, a person both who is and what a person does. And, and there's a school of thought where it's like the image of God is just who you are, not what you do. But in the text, we see that God created them in his own image and then told them actually what to go and do. Um, I want to read this quote before we jump into the conversation. It's from David Clausen of the ERLC, um, which is the short for the Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. If you're part of the Southern Baptist Convention, that's actually a Southern Baptist arm. Uh, Russell Moore runs that. Um The quote says, man is the visible representation of the invisible God. If one wants to know what God looks like, simply look at man, the crowning jewel of creation and the only creature made in God's image and likeness. One of the tragic results of sin is that man no longer properly images God. The remnants of the image have been marred. And although we have been made in the image of God, Jesus is the ultimate image of God. So when we have this conversation of just what is the image of God, long story short, it's the fact of man is separate than all the other creation. Nothing else was made in the image of God. We talked about that in the faith and science episode. Mm -hmm. But we were the only creature, quote unquote, that had the the breath of life. The breath of life breathed into us. us. And we were the only creation that when God looked at, he said, behold, this is 
very good. Not just good. And we're the only good. creations where he said, let's make man in my our image. In our image, right. So when we view the, the idea of image of God, we have to establish this ground rule of all creation. No, let me be. All humans are created in the image of God. Therefore, Correct. we all have the same rights and values and dignity well, and worth in God's eyes. And I think if we're going to go there and we're going to solidify that rule, uh, we also have to solidify the rule that God create, um, created Adam and Eve in the beginning of time. Yeah. And that all humans directly come from the, the line of Adam and Eve. Right. And, and it even changes your worldview a little bit, too. Um, I mean, maybe... Oh, I'm not jumping ahead too much. I'll, we'll just jump into it. You know, when you think of the Christian worldview, it's... It's actually a, in my opinion, the most holistic worldview there is. Because when you look at the the, the Christian worldview of um, just just human rights and human dignity, for example, not saying that all Christians have accurately lived in this reality. Our own Southern Baptist Convention is a testament that you can be a Christian and still get crap wrong. Uh, um, I think that's every Christian. Every get Christian gets get, we all get stuff wrong because we're sinful humans. Right. But you know, in the Christianity has, I think, one of the most consistent worldviews of what the world is crying for right now because we're saying that, you know what? Whether you're black, whether you're white, whether you're Asian, whether you're a genius, whether you're, you know, maybe not have book smarts, but you have street smarts, whether you're a fully put, quote-unquote, put-together human or you're just trying to make ends meet, or even if you're special needs, it does not matter. We're all fellow image bearers of God. Therefore, all of us, no matter where we are, where right. we came from, what our skin color is, what our intellect is, what our emotional abilities are, right. we all have the same equal dignity, value, and worth in God's eyes. But when you take the Christian worldview out, when you leave it with the sinly when you world, leave it with the sinly <laughs> world, and you look at how evolution works, human dignity actually is not a thing. We talk about this in the personhood theory conversation, mm-hmm. where if you believe that in evolution, that we all came from this random thing, it's survival of the fittest. If you're right. weak, sorry, you get killed. Yep. If you're strong, you survived because you want to get rid of the weak in Which, order to make room for the strong. Let's look at history. That's how history for thousands of years has dealt with things. Even back in the Old Testament in the Bible of you know the Philistines and the Israelites trying to overthrow one another, now, the Israelites were doing it for God. The Philistines were just trying to get more right. stuff, I guess, people, slaves. And that's where racism to, comes right. from is we are better than you. Right. Well, so what, it comes from that evolution type of thought process or the multiple gods back in the Old Testament of <clears throat> that's we're not in the image of God. So, uh, you know, I'm a different color. I'm a different. My mind works differently, so I'm superior to you. Or on the vice versa, you can also have the I'm inferior thought process. It doesn't just have to be I'm superior Mm. over this race. It could be I'm inferior to this race because we saw that with the Israelites as Moses brought them to the promised land and they saw giants. They thought they were inferior. Like that's, we're no, we're in the image of God. There's no difference between them. Yeah, they're a little bit bigger, but that, I mean. But we're all made in the image of God. It's more so the fact of with the Christian worldview, we have the most consistent worldview where it's all made in the image of God. Right. And if you take take Christianity. We do now. We have that. Because yes. throughout history, we ha- the Christian worldview has not always been that way. Uh, again, I look back to the Crusades mm-hmm. of the infidels and all that stuff and how wrong and how unbiblical that was. Um, they didn't value that those people, even though we have odds, mm-hmm. all come from God. We're all right. image bearers of God, and we all descend from Adam and Eve. 
And in reality, it should make us more humble. Right. You know, I mean, it, it, we're not better than anybody. Like, honestly, if I look at all around the world, if anything, I should be humbly serving other people, not put myself up on a pedestal right. because of, of that. Um, but at the end of the day, if we, if we look at worldviews, if we look at the clash of cultures right now, if we look at the class of clash of racism and injustice and lack of, of, of mercy and all these different things that are happening, the Christian worldview has the answer to these things, whereas the secular worldview doesn't. Because if you're trying to keep a consistent worldview, I'm, I'm just thinking of today's culture. We'll get into it in a little bit. But, um, okay, so... Black Lives Matter movement, for example. The right. the cry right now is Black Lives Matter. And yes, they do. 100% Black Lives Matter. And, and I just, because I, I don't know who's listening to us right now, I just want to state, because I've had a few conversations with people, it's not that no other lives matter. Right. That's not what the movement's about. It's about we matter too. Correct. And that's, and, and that's, and, and that's, that's, that's what I, I want to state out there because of this whole, well, no, all lives matter or police. What about police lives matter? Or what about this? You know? And it's like, that's not what they're saying. That's right. they're That's not the, the message they're carrying out right now. The message that's being carried out is that they matter too, because Correct. that community of our fellow brethren feel that they have been oppressed. And throughout a lot of the recent 500 years of history, people have mistreated that community. You know, even even here in our country, but not only in our country, even in Africa. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I, and I'm not claiming to be a a master historian on it. I just know right. from the little history that I do know that the, this community of people, if I look at the Jewish community of people, if I look at the Irish community of people, there's several people that have gone through some tough situations and hit throughout history. Um, it's just our our. African American brothers and sisters definitely have a more recent correct issue with it. Yeah. So and and you know, Black Lives Matter is different. Me saying that is different than the even the the community or or the the organization that was started with it too. Right. Um but yeah, we're not we're not saying we affiliate or support any organization. No, we're just having a conversation. We're just having a conversation. conversation. And so, you know, with this cry of Black Lives Matter, Christians should be standing up and going, Yeah, you're right. You should we should. But if and you, you have, see a lot of Christians are doing Yeah, it. I actually love what J.D. Greer, or the president of the Baptist Convention, actually said about it. Um, it's actually a pretty cool article. But um, the secular worldview, if, if we're talking holistic worldview, where it's like, nope, it's survival of the fittest, the weaker die, the stronger go, Black Lives Matter doesn't fit into that secular worldview. Right. So the question is, is, why is there such a outcry? Why is there such a, a, a push that, yes, Black Lives Matter too, why is why is there? It's because we're all made in the image of God, and inside of us, I would argue that this is the, the the common grace that we're all given. Since we're all made in the image of God, we all know that inherently. We mm-hmm. all know that every single person has value and has worth. Right. We, that is just that's just instilled into us. It's built right. into us. Well, it's as it, humans. It's it's the transformation and reformation of our minds once we become a Christian. Because right. a lot of people haven't been you haven't grown up in the Christian faith and it it takes some part of their adult mm-hmm. years to really learn that and for for Jesus to change their oh, heart. And I, but, but I'm even talking about those who aren't saved. They right. just know that, you know, our well, lives are all have of equal to, value dignity. To a point. Right. Because I think of abortion. I have that written down. I, yep. Yep. I think yep. of abortion. I think of human trafficking. I think of um the 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 civil rights movement just 50 60 years ago yeah, that was going on yeah, for the I, I mean, all, all yep. sorts of stuff that we don't as a human race without god 
we do not always value every human life like we should. Right, right. So, so jumping into that real quick, then you know, um, these are just various ways that that I was thinking. I actually um, read a book about this, and there's a, a wonderful podcast that Carrie Newoff had with a pastor down in Indianapolis who actually wrote just recently wrote a book um, of the ways that that Christians have responded to the fact that everyone's made in God's image. And the first one is, you know, even back when Christianity first became a not organized religion, but like right, like right when as the, the church apostles emerged. started. The church, there you go. Thank you. The church from after emerged. the day of Pentecost. Who did you see picking up the orphans in the streets and taking in kids? And not, I mean, it was a different process. But in today's Fol- culture, followers it would be of adoption the way. and foster foster care. Yeah, yeah, followers of the way. Those who followed Jesus were taking kids off the street and raising them as their own. Right, and even widows. Like the church was the first person and financially supporting, giving them housing. Right. And we actually have written records of widows names in official logs. Right. Which never, which happened. never happened. Right. Never happened in Roman <laughs> culture. Yep. Um, so many hospitals have been started by Christians, whether Catholics, Methodists, Baptists, the biggest hospitals in America, the oldest ones are all religiously based. Um, Sunday school was started. I thought this was interesting. Sunday school was started to teach kids how to read and write. That's mm-hmm. it. Like it wasn't started to, learn more and have Bible study like that. They, they did that, right. but it was actually a, a Christian man. Who's like, my community is illiterate. Let's bust them in. We'll have Sunday school, teach them how to read and write. Oh, the service is right afterwards. So that's right. perfect too. Right. But it started as another schooling so that they could learn how to read and write. Cause there was not school system. In fact, even education was a lot of fueled by Christianity. The biggest, mm-hmm. oldest universities were Christian based. Right. Um, I don't remember if public schools were started by Christians or not. I'm trying to remember that. I, I, I feel like I want to say that they had their hands in the beginning of it to, to stop the, the poverty of it. Um, slavery, even though this is a, a bit of a, a conversation, those who were most against slavery, specifically in over in England, um, I always forget the dude's name. Uh, the, the the movie Amazing Grace was, was, was just, about him. You I was know? just singing that song in my um, head because that's exactly what I was Over there, thinking. he was a Christian and as he was reading the he Bible. Was, he was a slave trader at first yeah. before he became came to Christ. And he read the Bible and he right. found out that, no, we're all made in the image of God. Right. Therefore, we're all image bearers. Therefore, we all have equal value, dignity, and worth. So we stopped selling people right. as property and Started and started actually rescuing and redeeming them. Right, exactly. Like, it's just super cool. Abortion's another one. The fact of if all human life has dignity and worth, whether you're born yet or super old, euthanasia, Christians say, no, that baby in in that in, in that mom's womb is a person and right. has the values and dignities that From conception, like we learned about with yep. Sarah Nassa in the femme exactly, conversation. Exactly, exactly. And no one argues that. That's right. where the personhood, uh, what makes right. a person a person. Yep. Well, if you have a consistent world that you don't even need to ask that question. Yeah. Um, another one is special needs individual. I think of that Tim mm, Tebow. Yeah. He's a Christian. Why do you start the Tim Tebow foundation and the, um, the, 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 the night to shine organization is because he's like, these people are beautiful people made in God's image and they deserve the exact same stuff that we have. Right. I mean, beautiful story. Um, human trafficking is another one. I mean, Christians yeah. are shutting that down like crazy. Um, victims of abuse, sexual and physical Christians have started thousands of organizations. And this is one that, well, not only that, but just, I think of celebrate recovery, dude. Yeah. Drug, drug abuse, drug abuse. You know, you can not just be doing it to somebody else, but doing it to yourself and learning that you are in the image of God. I mean, just and Rick Warren's church right. Saddleback started it right to help yep. people get out of that. Um, and then the last one, this is a uh, super cool. There's the church in, um, LA that I follow, there's a, a, a ministry called triple X church and their entire job is to go and reach out to those who are they're They, they might not be slaves, but they are trapped 
trapped in the sex industry, whether by prostitution, whether by strip clubs, I mean, whether by whatever. We see they that. They minister to these people. But we see that from from back. That's exactly what Jesus was doing. I mean, it's it's assumed he was, that Mary Magdalene was of a brothel. You know, that's the assumption that's made. Um, but then I also think of the Samaritan woman who had, you know, many husbands and many lovers. And, and what did Jesus, what was, what was <laughs> like, what that's was, who he ministered to besides, besides saying that he was God, which I think it's really funny that people say like, Oh, Jesus never claimed to be God. It's like, yeah, he you're said blind. I am. You're blind. Why <laughs> and, do you think and, the Jews wanted him dead? Right. But they, they, they hated, they, they wanted him dead because he claimed to be God. Right. They hated him because he was friends of sinners. Right. Not the religious folk. Right. He was a friend of, and sinners. just like he said, uh, a doctor doesn't come to heal the the people that don't need anything. They, right. He comes to heal the sick. Right. So right off the bat, you see that that Jesus is the ultimate fulfillment of viewing all men as created equal. And when we have this conversation of everyone is made in the image of God, as Christians, we need to look at our culture and our community and ask the question of, when I see a fellow person, whether they're in our church, whether they're at Target, whether they're at Starbucks, whether they're homeless on the street, do you right. instantly go... I'm no better than him because he's also made in the image. Well, of God. not only that, but that regardless if they are saved or not saved, that is a son or daughter of God. Right, hundred percent. They, if you think about as a parent, your children are image bearers, quote unquote, of you. They look like you. They a lot of kids have similar attitudes to their parents because of their learned traits. Mm-hmm. They are image bearers. Now, unfortunately, as a as a non saved person. There's two fathers. There's the father God, and then there's the father of this world. I call him the evil stepdaddy. <laughs> that's that's what I like to call him, the evil stepdaddy. That's about as Disney as it gets, dude. But that's what it is, though. If you think about it, like, God is our actual father, right? right? Yep. He's everybody's father. And Satan has come and torn the family of God apart. So he's the evil stepdaddy. And all he wants to see is the destruction. I think of Cinderella, man. Yep, that, that's, that's, that's where my mind that, went. That's instantly. what it is, too, yeah. So, you know me, I'm a Disney dude, so. <laughs> Disney, bro. Disney. Man, that'd be some cool swag to have, like, RTC button, like, Disney letters. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can't see what my face just did. I went, oh, no. <laughs> he would wear it. Anyways, uh, yeah, but, I mean, that's that's the thing. It's the father of lies. As an unsaved person, they're they're following the father of this world, and they're bearing his image, even though... They still look uh, like I think of kids with their step parents, like they don't look like their step parents, but they could pick up characteristics of their step parents. Well, that's how unsafe people are. They picked up characteristics of the evil stepdad, Satan, but they l- are still in the image and look like God. Right. Like that's where all the beautiful at. things you see from people. That's that's made in God's image. Right. And it doesn't. And that's why you know that's why murder's wrong because you know. Right off the bat, I mean, Genesis 9, Jesus says, whoever sheds the blood of a man isn't just killing just some generic animal. He's killing a fellow, a fellow, not just a random, but a fellow image bearer. Well, and where did Jesus say that anybody who wasn't to your liking is not your brother? No, as a matter of fact, and this is where it blows my mind with where the church has screwed up in the, in the past and in the history. Jesus says, how can you say you love me yet hate your brother? Mm, a little louder for people in the and back. It, and if we're a little louder for the people <laughs> in the back, I'll let you say it again. Uh, but if if we're image bearers, if we're all image bearers, like we read in Genesis one, we're all made in the image of God. Therefore, we are all as humanity image bearers. 
yes, there's corruption of sin, but that means we're all brothers, brothers, sisters. I mean, it said brothers in, in the New Testament. That's what Jesus is speaking to, but it, it's a, it means everybody. Mm-hmm. But if you, how can you say you love God and yet you hate your brother? Like to me, that's the, the just, answer that's, is, is it's impossible. Like that's yeah. the answer. So, it's, it's so right there, you know, if you're not going to follow the true father by loving your brother and loving God, if you hate your brother, you're not loving God. So you're loving the father of this world, which is Satan, the evil stepdad. Anyways, that's my two cents. It's just cool. <laughs> I mean, and it's a lot of this, you know, so many Christians I feel like are not having going into today's world. I don't feel like a lot of Christians are having these black lives matter conversations. Well, now I think part of it is because we don't live it. We don't see it. I mean, especially if we're white, but at the end of the day, we, we need to have an understanding. And this goes so far above black lives matter. This goes against, this goes against the grain of all thought abortion and right. everything where the fact of, or we are so far as, image. or so far as, like again, what Jesus said, if you've been hating your brother, yep, or even just not, it doesn't have to do with bodily harm, just not wish wishing ill on somebody else. Yeah, yeah. So let, let me read some scripture that that speaks into that. So in James three verses seven through twelve, it says, "Every kind of animal, bird, reptile, and fish, is tamed and has been tamed by humankind, but no one can tame the tongue." Oh, and we talked about this in one of our Yeah, we did. We did. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With the tongue, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse people who are made in God's likeness and God's image. Mm, There it is. Say it again. With the tongue, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse people who are made in God's likeness and image. That's... That's us. That's ever. That's the, how. How often do we? I mean, I know we. I mean, James have, even says it should not be this it's, way. It's been. Yeah, it's been like this. This, this is nothing new. No, this is nothing, nothing new. new under the sun. And, uh, I mean, we we have several scriptures. It's just that that point right there. If that doesn't convict somebody, I'm ready to turn off the podcast now. I mean, what what are we even doing here? I mean, we're we're giving you the scripture that speaks out against it, and there is nothing new under the sun. And this is something that. The church from the beginning, obviously it's back in James, from the beginning of the church that we've had to speak out against, all all humans, black, white, red, brown, purple, whatever color you want to be. Purple. Orange. If you, eat, if you eat too much carrots, orange. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but we are all made in the image of God. And right now, our black brothers and sisters feel like they are being downtrodden and have been for years. So why aren't we trying to encourage them? And why aren't we saying, yes, you do matter. You are the image bearer of God. You are. And, and it's so hard. It's like I, I think of uh, um, a spouse that has been abused by another spouse. I'll, I'll, I'll go the, a woman and a man. I'll say the man's abusive just because that's what my mind that's, goes and to. And that's usually what happens. But the, let's say the man's abusive and they have something called Stockholm Syndrome, right? You ever heard of Stockholm Syndrome? It's where, like, you're in love with the person that's holding you captive. Oh, that's, yes, 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 yes. So if you look at a lot of these abuse cases between spouses, that's typically what happens while they stay. Stockholm Syndrome, either they still love them or they have kids involved and they can't see something, you know, they can't see a life without that that other spouse. But they they're believing a lie, and and that's where 
Christians need to come in and tell them the truth and stand by them and walk with them in the truth. And that's what we're seeing now. For so long, the church has put off um, really standing by our black brothers and sisters and saying, no, you ri- you're right, you are worthy, and we're going to stand with you as a church. And that you know, it doesn't matter what color we are in the church, but as a church in whole, we are going to stand with you because you are in, Im- in the image of God. You are. And we're going to stand with you. And the you same goes to that, that the abused spouse. Like, you're made in the image of God. We're right. going to stand next to you. Right, exactly. In, in any faucet of life where, where the image has been trampled by the enemy and made to seem less worth than what a person actually is, we as Christians should stand against that and stand with them. For, for aborted babies, we need to stand, take a strong stance again as, as Western culture Christianity and we haven't. We've kind of laxed off in the past 34 years against it, and we, it's slowly been creeping further and further along now because we don't take a strong stance. We need to take a strong stance against injustice towards humanity. Because what, what does the Bible verse say? Is it, is it Micah where it's like, um, seek justice, love mercy, walk humbly with your God? Yeah. Yeah. And you're getting fired up over there, bro. I, 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 so can I speak into the abortion one a little bit? Go for you it, know, man. So, so many church like. This uh, this makes me think of the, the what Beth Schneider was saying, why she got into foster care. I'm thinking back to that episode. Beth, I do not owe you royalties from me talking about this, okay? that's what She, she texted me once, and she's like, you know, you guys mentioned me a lot in your podcast. When am I going to start getting some money kicked back? Well, it's, it's more the fact of, sorry, we don't have money. So, well, um, it, And it's also the fact we also mentioned all of our guests a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we mentioned Soche. We mentioned Paul. We mentioned Justin. Tibbs. We mentioned Tibby. We mentioned... We already Sarah mentioned Nass. Sarah Nass. So <laughs> if you want to have your name shouted out a lot, come be a, come we, be a we guest. We are good free marketing for anybody that wants to be on. <laughs> Even if you're a teen like Eli. Eli. Jagger. Colby. Carly, Carly, all you people, but so we, so we call out Cassidy a lot, and she's not even on here. Nope. But so, uh, <laughs> anywho, but anyways, <laughs> no. But so I, the you know I think back of we so many times as Christians as the church we're so much about don't abort the baby, don't kill the baby, don't do all these different things, and we just think and care about the mom in terms of just don't don't kill the baby. But do we come alongside moms who we say you know what abortion's wrong, don't do that? Oh, good luck to you. Yeah, and that's what happens. That's what happens all the time. Or it's like, well, if you don't want the baby, just send it to the to, into the system for adoption. Well, how many kids are sitting in that system right now and not being adopted or fostered and are, are suffering? Or, or are stuck in terrible foster situations right? that you sadly exactly. hear about so all where, over the news. where are we at, church? I mean, you want to speak out against it, but you don't want to do anything to follow right. up. We're so and pro-life while the baby's in the womb, but not pro-life once that baby's born. But that's how we are with racism as a church. Oh, here we go. That's how we are. We'll speak out of, yeah, racism's wrong, and then just leave it. And that's where our, our African-American community, our, our brothers, our sisters, our families, because they are family, mm-hmm. that's why they're so frustrated right now. That's why we have all these riots going on right now. It's because it's out of frustration. Mm-hmm. It's because the church hasn't stood by them. It, it, it's a, what did I see? I saw it somewhere. Somebody says it's a, uh, it's a moment, but nobody wants to follow through with the movement. Oh, I'm wait like, a minute. Whoa. Like, that's so true. It's a moment. Everybody wants to stand in the moment, but nobody wants to follow through with the movement. It's like, whew, that's And big. we see that with so many things. And that's so one many. thing of the abortion thing. You know, we're, we're pro-life, but then we're not pro-life after that baby's born. We just let them we, get stuck. And that's have, why, that's why, like, Beth, that's why she heard that sermon of we're pro-life before, not after. Right. That's why she got into fostering well, and adopting. And, and to me, the church has really went from one extreme to the other. We really have as a church mm-hmm. as a, and, and you're, <laughs> you may disagree with me, Mark, but 
I think back to the 30s, 40s, and 50s where the church is like. Like, like the 1930s, 40s, yeah, and 50s? Like, okay. Turn or burn, right? We've said this, how, how wrong that oh, is. Oh, yeah. And now we're on the opposite end of the spectrum where it's just love. But I don't want to get too close. I don't want to get too involved because loving might hurt. You know, we might have to speak some truth in love. We might have to stand up against some injustices here. And grace is messy. But yeah, love is love is messy. Yeah, it is. People, it is. People. I'd rather just say people are messy. I'd rather say it from afar and then walk away. Yep. And I and I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot some more holes. So, because so many people, they're like, oh, you know what? I give my money to missions. I give my money to here. I give right. my money so you can go do that. But I want to stay in my pretty pretty cozy life right my two hundred thousand dollar house driving my you know two thousand we're, we're not gonna we're not here preaching against people who have those things no not at all and honestly and i'm in a place in my life where i'm asking myself those questions you to know, me saying i'm a single dad with two kids like i don't got so much bandwidth with the job right like but, but you know what am i what am again, i doing you know is the church coming alongside mark right now in his time of crisis fuller is well yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah but that's what have. i'm saying like the uh, it, it, this isn't so much a condemnation to the church. It's a call. We're calling you out. We're calling and saying, step up. It's time to step up. It's time to step up for our, our brothers and sisters that are black. It's time to step up for those babies that are being aborted. It's time to step up for those abu- uh, you know, abusive spouses. And, and, and all the injustice in the world, it's time to step up and be the church and be, be the bride that Christ wants to come back and get because we're not right now. We'd rather live in our cozy little houses and keep distance and love from afar and send money to missions rather than being the missionaries ourselves. So dang, sorry. I'm all, you got me all right. I wasn't I even think I was getting, I, I didn't even think I was going to get riled up Ooh, on this episode, but I, goodness. I'm riled up. I got you all wild up, man. <laughs> so, so I'll end my thoughts with a quote from good old Wayne Grudem. All right. Wayne Grudem from his systematic theology. If you want the smaller version, I, I got you, but this is from his big boy systematic theology. When he was writing about the, the image of God, he said this, Every single human being, no matter how much the image of God is marred by sin or illness or weakness or age or any other disability, still has the status of being in God's image and therefore must be treated with the dignity and respect that is due to God's image bearer. This has profound implications for our conduct towards others. It means that people of every race deserve equal dignity and equal rights. It means that elderly people and children yet unborn deserve full protection and honor as human beings because they are image bearers. Right. And this comment, uh, this uh, systematic theology wasn't written that recently. No, it's old. This sucker's been around for, uh, I'm trying to think, did he drop it 15 years ago? And even before then, I got... I thought it was like 20 or 25 years ago. I don't know. It, it, it used, to, it used to be on my shelf, but now I have the digital copy. Oh, but so it's back to... But, Wayne Grudem flat out said that since we all are made in the image of God, and it goes back to that verse in Colossians 3 where there's neither Jew, nor Greek, nor slave, nor free, circumcised, uncircumcised, barbarian, or Scythian, or whatever, in Christ, we are all in all. The fact that Christ levels the playing field of everybody. Right. In terms of, doesn't matter if you're black, doesn't matter if you're white, doesn't matter if you're Indian, doesn't matter if you're Asian, doesn't matter if you're Latino. It don't matter. We're all image bearers in God. Whether you're unborn, whether you're old, whether you're a genius, whether you're not, whether you have special needs or you're quote unquote, I don't like the term, but normal, it doesn't matter. That ain't me. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it don't matter. Right. It does not matter. Why? Because God created us all in his image and everyone is worthy of that dignity and respect. Okay. That's my thoughts, bro. I'm going to end it with my final thought here. And it's it going to be me. real... It's gonna be short for for Fuller. It's gonna be short, short for short for Fuller. Short for Fuller. It's gonna be my height. 
you matter to God and you are everything to God. It's time for the you to be everything for the church. It's time for the church to step up and be your everything too. That's all I got. Bam. And I will say this, and since you mean everything to God, that's why Jesus came to die for you so you could be reconciled to the Father. Because that's love. You're in his love, not that we love God, but that God loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sin. I just combined 1 John and Romans. But at the end of the day, we're all made in God's image, and God loves his creation all equally. And Jesus, last time I checked, Jesus came and died for the world. That's yeah. kind of everybody. For God so loved the world? No, for God so loved for God? the clean. Oh, that's what it is. For God only loved the really righteous and religious people. And rich. And rich. And clean. Yeah. that's Last time I checked, that's what... Nobody has yeah, ever no, said. No true Christian should ever say. So, long story short, <laughs> it's time to put your money where your mouth is, church. Right. There you go. I love it. Bro, I feel tense after that. <laughs> I'm all like, I'm uh, like, how do we even segue out of that? I, but yeah. you know what? We've been doing this for, what episode is this? 48? 40. We have had, this is this is Fun Facts with Fuller. Because if you're new to the podcast, we talk about Fun Facts with Fuller. At the end of every episode, actually, we, the first episode I was you like, sprung it on I me. sprung it on you. You which, weren't ready. Which, yeah. We'll, we went back and listened to it, and it was really funny. Yeah, it was hilarious. But anyways, we, we do this because sometimes we get into some heated debates, Mark and I do. Sometimes we get into some serious, serious, serious world topics like tonight. Um, just way and heavy, this is man. just kind of like, uh, all right, we, we've hit hard on this We're going to open a window. We're opening we're gonna, a window. We're going to let the breeze in. in. Yep. Yeah. So that's what that's what the fun facts were for. And a fun fact about this fun fact, I don't know this one. Well, yeah. I accidentally read the word Star Wars, so I just know it's that. Yeah, but Fuller, so, what's right. our fun fact the, to end the podcast? The on fun fact of the day. Did you know, Mark, that Star Wars Yodas, Star Wars Yodas. Plural? Yodas with like his. his Baby Yodas? He owns. He owns Yoda. Yodas, like Yoda's phone. Okay. Like he owns it. Okay. Apostrophe S, not. Yes, sir. Okay, yes. okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. Okay. Anyways, uh, so Star Wars Yodas uh, were inspired by Albert. His looks were inspired by Albert Einstein. Did you know that? No. Wait, when, what? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> this is what? why I didn't want Albert you to read Einstein? it. Where his looks were inspired by Albert Einstein. When Star Wars special effects artist Stuart Freeborn considered what kind of appearance he wanted to give his sage Jedi mentor. He got inspiration inspiration from a guy generally associated with smarts, Albert Einstein. A photo of the theoretical physicist hung on his office wall, and his eyes and wrinkles gave Freeborn just the finishing touches he was looking for. Okay, I could see it, but I did not know that, dude. I did, but look at the hair of Yoda. That's what I'm saying. It's the hair. It's that wispy, like yeah, like, like craziness. It's kind of the dome right. around the sides, and right. it's wispy. And he's, I mean, he's a genius. He's Yoda. He's the master. Right. He's the ma- master Yoda. So master Albert Einstein. Theory of relativity was that Albert Einstein. I don't. Remember. And Yoda used the force to overcome the theory of relativity. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. There's some fan fiction for you. <laughs> for you Star Wars buffs out there. <laughs> Someone do the research for me because I'm not. <laughs> but either way, we have had so much fun. We hope you guys had a good time with this conversation. But please reach out to us. Bro, we always joke. like We don't want this just to be a conversation between you and me. 
we want to bring the conversation into the, all the spheres that we're in, you know? Yeah, definitely. So reach out to us on Facebook or on Instagram or at Twitter at Real Talk Christian Podcast, or you can always hit, up, hit us up on our email at realtalkchristianpodcast at gmail.com. But until next time, take it easy. Thank you for listening to Real Talk Christian. To help get our podcast into the ears of other people who need to hear these conversations, we would love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. To keep the conversations going, feel free to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and share our content with others. See you next time.